Yo! It's Monday. I'm here. Matt Reyes. Nothing important podcast. Your host. I was... You know what I did? I just came from outside. And uh, daylight savings hit and all that. So it's fucking getting dark so quickly. And I was sitting outside and... um. Just doing some exercises, not physical exercises, psychological, emotional, mental exercises. That's what I do um, because I'm a weirdo, right? But I was outside just writing, basically, trying to be introspective and analyze myself. And I looked up in the fucking sky and what do I see? This big, humongous fucking orb. This big, beautiful moon, baby. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. That shit, right? You know? I was staring up at that shit and I was like, yo. It's a fucking full moon. Tomorrow's actually a full moon. Not today. Today is Monday. Tomorrow, Tuesday, November 8th. Technically is the full moon. It's not only a full moon. It's a blood moon. Not only a blood moon. It's going to be a lunar eclipse. How much do you want, ladies and gentlemen? To start off your motherfucking week. To start off your motherfucking week. Full moon? Lunar eclipse? Blood moon? Come on, son. Come on, son. You know? Uh, (laughs) I am into that type of shit. I really do enjoy analyzing the way that correlates with human behavior. And half of it is research. The other half, honestly, is just intuitive speculation just being an observer sometimes being the guy that doesn't know that doesn't have the answers that individual holds the key to a creativity that could not be created by the guy that has the answers because when you have the answers when you know you're in a box of knowledge and the other guy who may not have as much knowledge, their brain is open. And I think that's where I'm at. I don't think I'm always going to be at that place in my life, but that is where I'm at. I don't think I'm a motherfucking genius. I don't think I'm the most studied individual on this planet, but I got a great intuition and I have a great eye to observe. And something about moon cycles, they capture my attention in a psychological and emotional way. I think it's beautiful when it's a full moon. It signifies to me the ending of a cycle right before a new beginning. Very small window, right? What is moon cycles happen in 30 days, right? A month, however many fucking days it takes, right? Um, Before the new moon, after the motherfucking full moon, today motherfucking full moon. And they all have different symbolism. The symbolism is kind of assigned by past behaviors of human beings and they correlate with the seasons they correlate with the behavioral changes that were necessary in the past for people to adapt and go with the fucking flow as the seasons change you know what i mean you're not in a mindset of preparing you're not in the mindset of hunting and uh consuming in july July, you you know what I'm saying? You out there trying to get some booty cheeks. That's what's happening. But fall rolls around. There is a collective psychological consensus, I believe, built into our DNA because of the history of humanity. 
where when things started to get a little bit colder, people naturally started to prepare. And tomorrow's not only a full moon. It's not only a full moon. It's not only a blood moon. It's not only a, a lunar eclipse. Coincidentally, ladies and motherfucking gen gentlemen, you know what November 8th is. It's election day, baby. You got to go out there and vote. You got to be part of it. If you're not, I was just on, yo, wild this shit. I can't find it, and I wish I could fucking find it. Because <laughs> sometimes they just throw shit in your motherfucking face. I was on YouTube watching some random video, and an ad pops up about voter registration slash advertisement about a voter app. So I don't vote. I've never voted in my life. That could change. I'm still a young man at the current time. I've just not done it. I'm not going to vote this year. But this advertisement was talking about a voter app. I was unaware of what a voter app is. A voter app is basically somewhere you go and it's similar to like social media in the sense that it will present a character profile for every individual that's on the application. And so when you go onto the voter app, it will show whoever your family or friends are on this application. It will show them not who you voted for, because that's too personal. We're not there yet. It's not complete totalitarianism as of yet, but it will show them whether you voted or not. And that to me is crazy. <laughs> that's some wild ass shit. That is some wild ass shit. To me, that is like incentivizing peer pressure. I don't know if incentivizing is the, the correct word. It's steering collective psyche toward peer pressure and people who don't want to participate in democracy, which in a democratic society, that's one of the options. People always forget that shit. People always forget that shit. That is one of the options. You can vote or you cannot vote. <laughs> you can pick this party, that party, or you can sit on your motherfucking hands. When you sit on your hands, you are open to critique. You are open to critique. This is not for the faint of heart. This is not for the thin of skin. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't want to go out there and participate in democracy, when you critique the system, when you critique politicians, when you critique systemic uh, normalities, Things that just haven't changed that, in your opinion, should change. When all that happens and you have a perspective on that and you speak on that publicly, you're going to get a nice slap on your motherfucking wrist because you don't vote. What do they call it? They call them. Uh, there's a fucking term for it that I just found. <laughs> Let me see if I screenshotted this shit, man. No, I didn't screenshot it. Maybe it's still open on my safari. Let's see. Let's see, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, I was I was looking for the advertisement, so I went on the New York Times website, and I found the um, the story that kind of breaks down these voter apps. And it's a story. If you want to go look it up on the New York Times, did you vote? Now your friends may know, and then parentheses and nag you. A little bit of peer pressure, ladies and gentlemen. New York Times, I like you. A little creepy, um, but in this. They have a, a visual advertisement that says one vote. Let's end. This is the term I'm talking about. Language is motherfucking powerful. You guys tell me what you feel about this. Let's end slacktivism together. Slacktivism. Slacktivism. 
You know, I can't blame white people for that term. <laughs> that sounds like that was coined by a whitewashed black person. A whitewashed black woman created a slacktivism because that is corny in a, a very distinct, unique way. Slacktivism. Okay. Um, yeah. So slacktivism is describing basically simplicity in the, in the, in the word, uh, you know, it is, is a melding of activism and slacking. So people who are social media warriors, people who like to go online, you remember when Facebook came out and there was this like <laughs> this rush of new addiction. It was like when crack hit Harlem in the 1980s. There was a, it was zombie land. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Everybody was on it. Everybody was smoking it. There was bus drivers that was smoking it, keeping their fucking job for the sole purpose to buy more crack cocaine. People were selling their babies into prostitution. There was people getting stabbed in public, people getting shot. Drug dealers was making millions of dollars. That crazy world just popped on the motherfucking scene just because the drug was so potent. Facebook had a similar effect. When Facebook came out, people started ranting their political fucking views in long form. They were writing essays and posting them about Marxism and all this other shit that was obviously being spewed by individuals who dropped out of community college. Like myself, I wasn't a, a, a social media warrior, but um, I got to say I'm part of that demographic, you know, not educated, <laughs> not educated, you know, anti-conformist. You know, thank God I didn't embarrass myself by leaving a breadcrumb trail of my political thoughts at 18, 19 years old on Facebook. But that fucking happened. And that's what slacktivism is describing. Don't be the guy or the gal who is online talking shit about Joe Byron having no uh, <laughs> no feasible faculties that we can witness that would validate his presidency. He has nothing going on in his motherfucking coconut. That <laughs> This guy has really lost it. You know, don't be a person critiquing that individual and then you don't go out and vote. You're slacking. You're sitting on your motherfucking hands. It's a new moon, baby. New moon's on the horizon. It's a full moon tonight. It's, it's actually, I'll give you guys a specific time. It's supposed to be six a.m. Eastern, November 8th, you will see a lunar motherfucking eclipse. The eclipse begins at 3 in the morning Eastern. You do the math if you Pacific Standard or you Mountain Time or you, you motherfucking whatever the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? If you ask your projecting, you account for the fucking time variations. But this is signifying something extremely cosmically powerful don't be a slacker in this time of great change, change and transition. Don't be a slacker. Go out there and motherfucking vote because your vote matters. It matters. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely being sarcastic. I believe in a pure idealistic, like idealistically, excuse me, in a pure society. In a society that held to its standards and its values that... The concept of democracy and voting is humane and fair and and right and just and all those other motherfucking words to describe. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I just I have 
such an issue being compelled to go vote myself. I have always had that issue. And um, what I'm saying is the powers that be that are running the puppet show up your motherfucking game. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> We're going backwards. If you're trying to hypnotize the masses, you can't have Joe Biden up there stuttering. That's not going to work. It's counterproductive. I'm just having like OCD right now. There's a plant in the office that was on a hat and I didn't like that. I had to move the hat. Um, but I was talking about <laughs> voting, you know, I like the different ways that people get indoctrinated to vote. Like voter app is 100% middle, upper middle class, uh, 25 to 45 years old. You know what I'm saying? And that 45 years old is just still trying to be young. Uh, that's the demographic that this is targeting. Voter app. Voter and slacktivism. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely people who have good jobs. They drive a Tesla. You know what I'm saying? They're not completely crazy and radical. Like they're not going and super gluing their hands on the Mona Lisa's asshole. You know, they're not doing that. Um, but they are conscious of societal and environmental problems. And, uh, they're, you know, they like acting like they're going to make a difference. They, they're that naive. That's what voter apps, that, that level of peer pressure, like people who care what their community and their friends think about them fucking voting or not. Pussies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pussies. Vaginas, baby. Um, but that's not, that's not, you can't just do that because society is vast. There's so many categories. There's so many boxes. That we just cram the fucking population into, right? So it can't just be them. It has to be, you know, everybody. Like, it's easy to incentivize rich people to go fucking vote. Because, you know, you just go with the politician that's doing the thing. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that one. But you understand what you're going over there. Okay. Um, with poor people. You know what I'm saying? With my class of motherfucker people. People come from the motherfucker hood for the projects. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they get like a celebrity to go up there, <laughs> have P. Diddy, you remember that? P. Diddy go up there, vote or die? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Let's act like time is not a thing and everything is happening at the same goddamn time. Do we recognize that the slogan that P. Diddy went on to MTV or... VH1, wherever he went on there with the T-shirt and he started saying vote or die. That is the exact same mentality for getting vaccinated. <laughs> for ending a global pandemic. Get vaccinated or die. Vote or die. A little dramatic. A little dramatic. Um, you're not going to die if you don't vote. But you probably should vote. Now, let me, let, me, let me play the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Let me inform you if you haven't been informed Yet, this is the Nothing Important Podcast. I'm here. I'm not qualified to talk about a lot. If you want to vet out information and try to get facts and knowledge and perspective and philosophy from the root, from the motherfucking source, you want to go to professionals. You know, I'm a professional at talking shit, but I don't vote. I don't vote. So if your inclination is to fill your mind with confirmation bias. If you're a non-voter, enjoy yourself. This is the word. This is the gospel. I'm a preacher of the Lord. 
But if you are trying to understand uh, why voting is important, you don't listen to a guy like me. You listen to people who are smarter than me, who are more informed, who have voted, who have made a difference. I personally just don't do that. That's just not me. Um, and shit changes, bro. Allow me to grow. Allow me to grow, my nigga. Yeah. I think it's so symbolic that we are having this full moon, blood moon, lunar eclipse on election day. It's so crazy to me. You know? And you think about it, it's like a cosmic... The reason I find it symbolic, it's not necessarily symbolic. To me, it is more synchronistic. The symbolism, if you're into astronomy, if you're into astrology, go fucking go on your own YouTube rabbit hole research and go figure out what your horoscope aligns to your Mercury retrograde and, you know, if your dickhead is facing the West and all that shit, right? You figure that out by your goddamn self. I'm talking about synchronistically, like events lining up that are high probability that they wouldn't line up. Like, what are the chances that on November 8th, election day, there's a full moon, blood moon, and lunar eclipse? And if you don't get perspective of this visually, just think about it like celestially. To me, like the most magical thing about a full moon, blood moon, lunar eclipse is just the alignment in orbit. You understand that the earth is rotating in two separate directions and it's spinning on an axis that's called an orbit. And that's in conjunction with other planets in this, uh, you know, solar system. All kind of circulating the gravitational pull of the sun. So that in itself is this extremely complex, what will be seemingly random, chaotic rotations that if any of them were moved in a non-substantial way, if a planet moved to the motherfucking left, moved to the motherfucking right, everything would be goddamn thrown off. If we were just a little bit closer to the sun, if we were a little bit further away, all life as we understand it would cease. That incredibly delicate ballet in the sky is going on. And for a moment, I think that they said it's going to be 87 minutes that this solar eclipse is going to be taking place. For a moment, you're going to see an alignment, which is just basically like orbs. You got these orbs in the fucking sky, you know, just aligning up. It's incredible to me, you know. I don't know what you motherfucking think about it. You know, just get, also like visually, just think about what it actually is. It's like dimensional geometry. You, you rarely see this in space. One orb passing through the shadow of another. And this is what an eclipse is. It's just incredible to me that all of that is happening at the highest macro level. And then you're in a parachute and you're falling and you've gotten into the atmosphere. You're David Blaine holding on to that fucking gang of balloons with one arm while his daughter's down on the ground having a fucking panic attack. You know what I'm saying? Because he's run out of magic tricks and you're floating down and you're floating down and you're floating down and you hit the motherfucking parachute and you're gliding down like one of those fucking daredevils from the Red Bull commercials, right? Drink Red Bull and throw yourself out of moving fucking planes and then you, you keep on going, you keep on going and then you, you, you back down, you can see the earth 
and it's just patterns. And it looks like a beautiful quilt. And those squares just start getting bigger. And you zooming in and you're zooming in and you see a patch of grass and it's beautiful. It looks like the land of milk and honey, green pastures. And you go and you go for a fucking perfect landing. You blow out your fucking spinal cord like everybody does. It's a fucking paratrooper, right? And, you, you know, we salute you for doing that. You've come down to earth after witnessing that celestial majesty. Now you're back on the motherfucking ground. And while all of that was happening above you, you were just in the sky witnessing that with me. It's motherfucking election day. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the motherfucking chances? America. It's wonderful, man. You know, magic is all around us. It's just how you look at it. It's just how you look at it. A little advice to anybody who's paying attention, who didn't just motherfucking zone out, who didn't just astral project out of their asshole, chilling with motherfucking Casper and the Ghostbusters and all that. Um, for everybody who's sticking with me, pay attention to these things. It's beautiful. We're in a world, we're in a time where there's so much division, where there's so much confusion, where there's so much information, and human beings have not yet caught up. We have yet to evolve to a point where we can absorb all of that information that's over fucking inundating our brain. Just all this stuff that's just spiraling us all the fucking round. We're fighting with everybody. We're fighting with people we've never met. That's what the internet does. We beefing with niggas we never even seen. You know what I'm saying? Gang, gang, online. www.ganggang. Gang. That's what's going on. There's so much collective angst and emotional worry and anticipation. Be in the moment for a moment. And just witness that this is an incredible synchronicity. And you draw your own meaning from that. For me, you know, I have my personal beliefs about what's going on. The bigger picture. You know, I interpret it as magical because that's how I look at the world. And that helps me through my days to find the beauty in my life. Do what you got to do to find the beauty in your motherfucking life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been a motherfucking podcast. If you are continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me un favor. Go on to my Instagram. Instagram. You know the motherfucking website. It's the website that's being neglected by a guy who is losing a lot of money on the motherfucking metaverse. Facebook, antiquated. Metaverse, potential. Instagram, it's the thing. There are improvements that could be made. I got me some ideas. Maybe you hit on the podcast, maybe not. It all depends. Go on to my Instagram and do me a favor. Go to the post, go to the reels. Likey, likey. Until next time. Night, night. <laughs>